0: Well, good afternoon. I want to welcome you to the broadcast. Thanks for joining. We got a great group of folks on. This is exciting. So I want to make sure you can hear me okay. So if you can, maybe you can give me a little virtual hand wave. I see my friend David Soto on. Hello, David. I'll see if David waves at me. Deanna just waved at me. Thank you, David. Elliot, Janice and Jim. I remember that, uh, that show called Romper Room. When I was a kid, I used to just love to sit in front of the TV. When she would say, "I see Bobby and Tommy," and I was like, "Come on, don't you see me too?" <laughs> Eventually, she would always say John as well. So, well, great, good. Well, I want to welcome you to this is our second webinar through the Professional Development Committee, and uh, we will be posting this on face our Facebook channel as well. We are recording it. We'll put it on the landing, but. I uh, want to just, uh again, say thank you. We hope to do more of these as we go forward. And uh, just if you have some topics or some ideas of some speakers, please let us know. We actually did one. Uh, our first one was Jordan Salisbury. She did a great webinar on how to build your business. And I'm telling you what, I've been doing this 41 years, and she gave me just a wealth of ideas. So we've got that one recorded, and you can watch it on the landing. But I wanted to tell you a little bit about how I ran across, uh, Tim Clark. And again, my name's John Mayfield. I'm your treasurer elect, but I'm also have been past chair of the professional development committee and I'm a part of the professional development committee. And I guess it was my idea to try to do more webinars for our members to just bring some value. So, uh, but, uh, but Tim attended a session that I was doing in Jefferson City last year for the Missouri Real Estate Commission yeah. the educators and during the session I um uh, met Tim afterwards and he said I'd love for you to do this kind of a technology for our building inspectors in St. Louis so I I did a presentation for Tim for his building inspectors and he was telling me about his presentation he had on how to keep a home inspection from killing your deal and I said man that would be an awesome webinar to do for our membership. So Tim, thank you so much. I'm going to turn it over to Tim. If you have any questions, please feel free to type those in to the bank or toward the end, we can, you know, you can raise your hand. I can unmute you. You can ask Tim a question, but uh, Tim, thanks so much. Uh, Tim's a great guy. If you don't know him, he works for BPG Home Inspectors in St. Louis and I'm going to let you take it away, Tim. Go ahead.
1: All right. Thank you, John. Thanks, everyone. It's an honor to be here today, and uh, thank you very much for the invitation to be here. Um, We've got this presentation that I think will be uh, useful to you. Our hope is that it will be, and uh, we've designed it that way. I know you work very hard to uh, show property and to deal with your uh, clients and to put deals together, and uh, so the home inspection can be a big hurdle. Uh, almost you have to sell the sell the home twice. Uh, and so we've got some tips that I've learned over the past 25 years of doing thousands of home inspections, doing, dealing with buyers and sellers and buying and selling agents that, so I put together this as some tips uh, that might help you uh, keep some of these deals uh, together. Now, if it's a bad, if it's the wrong house for the client, then it's the wrong house. But sometimes emotions run high. And uh, uh so managing the emotions is a real key point that we're going to talk about today. And then some ways to prepare the house for the ins- inspection setting, expectations, preparing the buyers, uh, dealing with the home inspection report, selecting the right inspection company is re- really key, the right inspector. And then number seven there, you really want to keep it positive. We're going to dive a little bit deeper into these first one is uh managing the seller's emotions so the sellers have a lot going on as uh, you all know they're dealing with uh what the inspector might find there's some anxiety they've got to find a new home themselves and maybe they're going through the same deal as a the buyer they got to pack and move and then get reestablished at wherever they're going uh, so if they're selling a home um, they want the inspector to be very thorough on the home they're buying so, if you're on the selling side, remind them of that—that that, uh, you know this is not personal. This is simply about the house, and that they're going to want the same sort of examination. But the seller's emotions are running running high, also. So, understanding that, seeing things uh, beyond yourself from their their perception is really key. And frankly, some sellers can be kind of contrary. And, uh, they take the inspection personal. So keep that in mind and that'll keep, help the sellers, uh, prepare the sellers and deal with their emotions as you go through this inspection process. Now the buyers, they're a little bit different. They're, uh, skeptical. Uh, is there too much wrong with this house? Uh, and, uh, is the, is this the right house for them? Is the inspecting, they're also thinking, are these inspection findings an opportunity to renegotiate? Uh, who's going to fix all these things? Uh, they don't necessarily know how to fix them. So their their emotions are also running uh, fairly high themselves. Uh, so remind them that the inspection is about the major items, uh, not necessarily maintenance items, uh, that there's no perfect house out there. All homes have some issues. The inspector will put together a report for their review. They'll sit down and go through it and remind them that some some sellers are, can be a little bit contrary. I've noticed um, buyers and sellers sometimes, not many times, but they get mad at each other. And so it's important to realize that and maybe prepare the buyer for, um, that everyone is under a little bit of pressure here. It's also important to prepare the buyer on that first point about the, that this is about major items. And buyers have different, perspectives. Some want every scratch and dent noted. Some only are concerned about the major things. The inspector doesn't really know along that spectrum where the buyer is. And of course, the inspector doesn't want to disappoint anyone. Uh, Later, they move in and want to know why the inspector didn't find something. So, prepare the buyer that it's for the major items. Every home is going to have some maintenance items. There's not going to be a perfect house. I've seen buyers um, walk away from a home. They call me for a second inspection, and that house is as bad or worse than the first house. So every home is going to have some issues, and so preparing for that up front. That um, and many times you, the house has been beautiful. You've been showing them be- beautiful homes, and this is the first time anyone said anything negative about this house, and that sets them for a little bit of a shock. Now, with the sellers, you can ask the sellers to help prepare the house for the inspection. You want to make sure uh, we can get into the attic. A lot of times, there's like the picture there, you can see the clothes, blocking the access, the breaker panel. There's things, uh, weight equipment or storage in front of uh, the electrical panel in the basement. So this all uh, makes that buyer a little bit more skeptical. Uh, some of them don't care. Some of them are like, what's up in that attic? They assume the worst. Or what's going on in the electric panel? I really need to know. I don't want to assume uh, that it's okay when it's not. Move in and find that there's a problem. Ask the seller to get organized. Okay, and I think that really sells your house better and makes the inspector feel more comfortable uh, that he, he or she can think, see things. Now, about the inspection, again, set the expectations. Explain to the sellers. Uh, what will take place and the length of the time of the inspection. So, it's a very intrusive thing. As an experienced experience inspector, I get used to going through people's homes, but and sometimes I actually forget you're in someone else's house. You get so used to it, but the seller doesn't forget that. They realize that they've got four or five uh, people in their home going through closets and looking under uh, at windows and behind curtains. So explain to the sellers what's going to take place. Usually the inspection is going to take, you know, anywhere from an hour and 45 minutes to three hours. So let them know that. So if they don't know, then uh, they're trying to come back home while everyone's still there, and that can create some issues. It's always good to let them know that the inspector's going to arrive 10 or 15 minutes early. Uh, so they don't, some of them are feel rushed if the inspector even pulls up in front of the home. So that'll keep emotions a little bit lower. I would always ask them to leave, uh, please, and it makes everyone feel more comfortable. When they go to buy a home, they're gonna feel more comfortable if the seller's not there. Encourage your buyers to attend. There's a little bit of a trend on for the buyers to show up very late into the inspection, and that's okay it's better though if they're there for the whole time a good inspector will keep them engaged Um, maybe not you know totally entertained but a good inspector will keep them uh, engaged and they won't feel like they've wasted their time as the agent i recommend that the uh, realtor the buyer's agent also attend be part of it because you're going to see it's going to make a lot easier to understand the inspection report when it comes time to deal with that Okay, so why should you attend? Uh, mainly because here's what we found, double lugging. But this is what people imagine if they can't see it, just a nest of wires everywhere. So uh, people's, people will imagine the worst. So uh, that's why it's good for them to be there because they can actually see it. They can hear the inspector explain it. They can um, watch the inspector's body language as they explain things and it helps them understand what's serious and what isn't they can bond with the inspector and uh, have a better relationship with them things that are attacking the buyer's emotions so you're a buyer you're going through this home uh you're wondering if the home is safe uh, there's a lot of fear of unknowns uh, i had a lady just this week like tim move that cabinet out of the way i think you're hiding something back behind there uh, Home maintenance, people don't quite understand how to deal with home maintenance and that they can feel overwhelmed with that. So a good inspector will explain that. Who's gonna make these repairs? It's probably the most commonly asked question on a home inspection. Who's gonna take care of all this, Tim? And I tell them, well, you're gonna work, you got one of the best realtors in the state of Missouri, work with them and they're gonna help you uh, uh, figure out how to, how to deal with that. A lot of people don't know how to fix things. So um you know, these are all things that are attacking their emotions. They can't afford to fix it. So who's going to fix it? How's it going to be fixed? Is the seller going to pay for it to be fixed? I can't afford to be, for it to fix, to fix it. I don't know how to fix it. And some of them imagine everything's going to fail at once. The water heater is going to go out. The roof's going to leak. The furnace is going to quit. The air conditioner is going to quit. Um, the water heater is going to blow up. People uh, will imagine all that all at one time. Uh, Will the home make me sick? Is there mold, lead paint, asbestos, termites, radon? Is there a gas leak that's going to cause the house to blow up? All these things are attacking a buyer's emotions as they go through the inspection. A lot of things, as you can see. So uh, many of you have probably seen the movie The Money Pit. That's what people are imagining. If you haven't ever seen it, go out on Netflix and watch it tonight um and uh you'll laugh it's a good movie but it's about a couple who buys a home and immediately as soon as they move in the front door falls off there's a family of raccoons living in the house Uh, The electrical wire fries through the wallpaper uh it's funny and that's exactly what people are imagining and and what they don't want to happen to them they're going to assume the soon the worst that the house is going to burn down and kill them and their family while they sleep the roof's going to leak three hours after they move in so one way to deal with that and to help lower those emotions and that fear is by educating them what radon gas is what how termites work uh, what a gas leak is and how that works Uh, asbestos lead mold a leaky water heater so education will greatly reduce those fears and uh when fear goes up emotion goes up and when emotion goes up logic goes down really quickly and they went, well let's just don't buy this house okay so one of the things we teach uh, that i'm proud of i think is unique to our company is that uh, we we train and try to promote throughout the industry that it's part of the inspector's job to control emotions people show up like this they're happy they're smiling they're excited they're buying a brand new home the inspector begins going through things and suddenly their confidence changes and they're worried and they're scared how are we going to deal with this is this the right house for us they begin to question everything a good inspector and we'll tell you in a minute how to pick one a good inspector will monitor that and stop and say, Okay, Mary, I, I you're you know, I you look like you're upset a little bit. What's going on here? Let's talk about it. Well, you know that that uh light switch that didn't work. I'm afraid that the wiring isn't right in this house. And so your inspector can then address that and help control those emotions. Um uh, so a good inspector's job is to not control emotions to the point that they manipulate a buyer into buying a home that's not right for them no way should they ever do that but to help them uh, uh alleviate undue fear uh, a good inspector will do that through education and facts so knowledge is really key the inspector has a job of helping their clients understand the magnitude of a deficiency that an open expansion joint in a sidewalk really isn't that big of a deal uh, so helping them understand the magnitude is a good is the job of a good inspector it's not a job of the inspector to scare these clients back into an apartment um, so when emotions get high deal with education uh, sellers will almost always so when it comes to dealing with the report now sellers will almost always fix things that don't work such as a dishwasher a furnace that won't work a leaky roof, a toilet, uh, those are easy negotiations. The hard part is, try, uh, is when the buyer wants the seller to fix things that might fail in the future are things that are deemed as maintenance items. So if you want it when dealing with the report, if you want to make that go a little bit easier, focus on those things that are broken, leaking, defective, aren't working like they ought to, ought to work rather than uh, maybe painting the shutters sealing an expansion joint dealing with a loose doorknob things like that so this is an example of a home inspection report and uh, we've got a little bit little method here that we teach that i'm proud of and so here's uh just one page of a home inspection report And you can see there's about six things there on the what they call the red list an action item list and then there's more of the blue item and more of the maintenance type considerations. so uh sit down with your clients or you can do it over the phone and talk through say those top six items and your first pass through there take a yellow marker and just highlight those highlight the ones and maybe number two uncle joe is a is an electrician he's a licensed electrician he can deal with that i'm not I'm not gonna ask the seller to fix that, but these other five uh let's talk think about those so uh, then you go through the report again after you've used the yellow marker and you redline some things and so now you see that item number five is dropped off for whatever reason they can fix it or they're not that concerned about it or we'll get to that when we're gonna when we remodel the master bathroom that'll be fixed so now you're down to four items that you might ask the seller to fix and then you go through it. One more time and you circle those things that are really important. And you so you can end up with just three things. That's how I suggest you deal with the report. It's what I found has worked, it's what I've taught for 25 years. Agents have told me that it's a good process, or something similar to it, of starting and then eliminating it down, talking through those things down to a much shorter list. And you want a home inspection report that's easy to use like uh, you see here one that uh, has a nice summary to it and where those items uh, that the summary is itemized and you can deal with it in a summary type fashion okay so uh, you've done this things aren't going real well the negotiation now is really hard and um, maybe your buyers are beginning to get cold feet Um, they're in a dispute maybe with the seller over some of these negotiating items. And they're beginning to think that maybe this is the wrong house for them. Um, So it's important uh, to try and keep things in perspective and perspective. And this is a time to involve your home inspector. Uh, Your home inspector should make himself very available. They may not answer when you call them, but they should call you back. They should be very friendly and patient uh, with the questions and help people understand it's um it's very common for a client uh, to call the home inspector and say you know you found this insulation in the attic um just how bad i'm a little worried about that but i'm not sure i've done some research on the internet uh tell me what your your thoughts are on that again so involve that inspector that good inspector Uh, their job doesn't really end at the driveway uh they're there to not manipulate anything but to uh, provide accurate information to the client so that they make good accurate, informed decisions Um, a good inspector will help your clients deal with the emotion give them accurate non-emotional information did you know that the home inspector is one of the most trusted people in the whole real estate transaction process a good one is uh, is, is one of the most trusted people in the whole, uh, process. So when that home inspector says, uh, you know what, guys, you're going to be okay, uh, cleaning those gutters, uh, just get a handyman or someone out this fall, get them cleaned, and, uh, that's going to be all right. Are there's plenty of good contractors who can cheat, clean a chimney, a fireplace, flue. Um, that's going to be okay. So a good inspector will see things from his clients. His or her client's perspective, perspective, and will and will protect them, uh, but also guide them gently through the process. But but if the buyer decides that this is just the wrong house, then um, it's kind. Of, you respect that decision very quickly and move on to finding them the right house. Some tips about find, choosing the right inspector. So I, uh, advise realtors to maybe get three different, uh, inspectors. Uh, you get a Poindexter, the guy with the pocket protector who's slow, methodical, detailed report, measuring things, and you match that Poindexter inspector up with your Poindexter client. Okay, and I mean that very respectably. If you've got a client who's, uh, fast moving, fast talking, then you kind of match them up with that inspector who deals with uh more broad brush strokes uh, a little higher altitude to his inspection he's a fast talking fast moving inspector somewhat you don't want him too fast moving and fast talking and the home inspector home inspectors experience and training is what really matters what's so the most important thing in selecting the right home inspector is their ability to do a thorough inspection and put the findings in the proper context, their personality is very uh, important do uh, they have compassion uh good communication skills the overall their overall demeanor or bedside manner we understand that when it comes to a doctor, and a lot of those same things apply to a home inspector and they're really a very important piece in the real estate transaction not only to making sure your client gets the right house but um uh, making the whole thing a good experience. So the information in the report must be accurate. You've got to have an inspector that when they tell you something, uh, you can take that to the bank. You know that that's accurate information or they, or they won't say it. They'll say, I don't know. I'll have to get back to you and find out. You're an inspection company. It really needs to be responsive to the client's needs. Uh, good extended hours, nights, weekends. You guys are working 24-7. A good online ordering system is important. Uh, easy process for scheduling inspections. Uh, extended what we call extended advice or accessibility to the inspector who's polite, patient, kind, long after the people move in. And uh They should have a liability and E&O insurance. In the state of Missouri, home inspectors are not required to be licensed. So uh, their reputation is very important and that they have uh, a good word of mouth. Uh, The inspection report should be easy to use, read, uh, delivered in a timely manner, usually uh, 24 hours. is a good uh, time period to expect your home inspection report. Some do it within hours. It might take 36 hours or um, you know you do it on monday and have the report to you by wednesday morning Uh communicate if you have a short timeline communicate that with your inspector so a company with a home inspection company with poor client service and reliability it can be an irritation it can create a lot of distrust a lot of unknowns a lot of fears and really complicate the process so spend time choosing your home inspector And your home inspection company and it's hard work what you all do is very hard and but it's also very rewarding you're helping a lot of people find their dream home so don't forget to celebrate it and try to keep the process positive people are buying a home that's a great decision it's hard to make a bad decision when you're buying a house Uh, and even if the home needs maintenance right it's better than renting for another Five years at $750 a month for, that's $45,000. $45,000. So, uh, people will back out of a home inspection deal, back out of a home purchase because of a home inspection and then rent for another five years. That's not good for them. Keep it positive. Keep a very positive outlook on things. And it's a great thing. They're going to spend their life in this home. They're going to share holidays, graduations, birthdays all of life events are going to happen in that not a house but a home and it's a great thing that they're doing uh financially it's good for them personally it's good for them so don't lose sight of that uh, over a paint job or some gfis uh, that need to be installed for 150 bucks and celebrate okay don't don't lose sight of it even for a five thousand dollar item keep it all in perspective that what they're doing is a very good thing and it's time to celebrate All right. Thank you. Hopefully that's been real helpful to you. I told Donna to try to keep it for 30 minutes. I think I've done that. So uh, if you have any questions, we're happy to help you with them.
0: Very good information, Tim. Thank you so much. I was just going to ask you a quick question. What what are your Mm -hmm. thoughts on, because a lot of times, uh, and I was just teaching a class yesterday and we talked about this, having your seller when you go out on the original listing appointment to possibly do an inspection at that point so they could really get an idea of what you know some of the major things may need to be done and go ahead and take care of those are you seeing a lot of sellers who do inspections up front or what are your thoughts there
1: I think it's a good idea. In parts of the country, like California, probably 50% of the deals are what we call pre-listing inspections, so where you're working directly for the seller. Here in Missouri, it's, a, it's been a slow startup. The last 25 years, people have been talking about it. It seems to be getting more traction now. I think they talk about it a little bit more with TV, uh, on the TV shows, which is good. Uh, I put it the best analogy for it, is if you've got a car that you're going to sell, um, you're probably going to wash it, wax it, vacuum it out. Uh, the cracked windshields are going to get fixed. Um, you know, put in new floor mats. You're going to, it's not, it's got a bad muffler. You're going to put a new muffler on it, maybe a new set of tires. You're going to spruce up that car before you try to sell it because instincts tell you that you're going to sell it quicker and faster. You're going to sell it quicker and for more money and i think the same thing applies to a house get get the big obvious things fixed and uh you can always deal with the smaller stuff um and you're going to sell that house faster and for
0: more money great Good now, idea. we do have a question we had a question come in tim that from aj thank you aj how do you handle extremely difficult buyers who would say after close after closing that the inspector missed something and wants to sue for not finding those during the inspection. That's it. That is a great question because sometimes you hear, I mean, naturally the inspector is trying to do the best job they can, but I mean, we can all miss something, but, um, you know, I I recently bought a a home and, and I didn't want to blame my building inspector, but the, the, the uh, sump pump was very, was old. And I, you know, my question was, I wonder why he didn't check the age of the sump pump, but you hear about things like that, but that's a good question.
1: You know, there's, it is, and it's really a part of the home inspection business, an important part of it and that people are trusting us to protect them. We take that uh, home inspectors are good people. They really are. It's almost, a home inspection is almost a public service. I mean, we're not doing it for free, but um, it's almost a a public service to help people as they buy their home. Uh, But we're also, as we go through that house, there's thousands of decisions that have to be made about windows, outlets, switches, electric panels, breakers, sump pumps, doors, foundations, walls, rafters, insulation, ventilation, Driveways, sidewalks, patios. There's thousands of uh, pieces of information that goes through that home inspector's mind that he's visually evaluating. So um, there are some, I'm sure there are some examples where the inspector just was negligent. Um, it, I think setting the expectations is really clear. So in the state of Missouri, home inspectors are not licensed. Uh, most home inspectors go by the american society of home inspectors you'll hear it called ASHI standards of practice so you can imagine in a business like home inspection uh, where it's a very complex thing that you're doing um, if you didn't have a standard that says you're supposed to look at this evaluate this report on that and it would just be open source that while you should have why didn't you cut open that wall and look inside so the ASHE standards of practice uh play a big part in controlling the liability, managing the liability. And uh most home inspection companies do have limits of liability in their pre-inspection agreement. And the, the limits of liability will range from uh the most probably the most widely accepted limits of liability is the inspection fee and for one year, one year. But uh, some companies go two times the inspection fee for two years, and so it's kind of a business decision in the state of Missouri on how you control your liability. And I'd, and I'd say uh, we do we do about seven thousand home inspections in the St. Louis area, probably eight thousand throughout the state of Missouri every year. And um, uh, people call. Uh, we give about one percent of our budget or less is set aside you know for things that our inspectors missed. they are human they're going to make mistakes they're going to miss things they all are it's really how you handle that mistake a lot of times it's not a mistake it's just a misconception in the expectations so right. if that happens to you on your deal the uh you know if if it's if you if it if it makes sense to deflect it and say no, that's really not part. You know, finding an underground storage tank in the backyard—that's really not part of a home inspection. If the as the realtor, if it if it's proper to deflect it, that's the best thing. But if you can't, if it's not right to do that, then uh, call your home inspector and ask them to get involved. And almost all of them will get involved. The outcome people may not like the outcome because they want you to fix whatever it is. So right. it's a hard right. hard that's that's why picking your home inspector is very very important and uh picking and picking the company that they work for is important as well
0: right I think that's that's so true and getting it kind of leads with the second question we had here is if the seller has an inspected – you know, could the buyer maybe believe or think that it's a little, there's some bias going on because the yeah. seller had an inspector. I think when I said that too, and that's a great question, David. Thank you for that. Um, usually when I have a seller do that, I, you know, and I hate to tell you this, Tim, but we all on the call as realtors, we, you know, in my area anyway, I know who the, when I say the most, the most challenging inspector is because they find so many things. And then you have inspectors that, like you were talking about, an inspector that's going to keep everybody calm and collective and really be more educational mm-hmm. is what we're looking for. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I try to have a seller find somebody that might be a little bit more rigid rather than just because I yeah. would want that seller to find, find uh, the tough items, you know, the, um, this gentleman, Ryan said being a member of, Inter-NACHI myself, I have access to numerous continuing education courses because Missouri doesn't require a license to inspect homes. How important is continuing education for your team of inspectors? And, uh, it's, uh, so. it's
1: paramount. You know, on a, on a home inspection, your inspector your inspector really is your product. The inspector is the product of a home inspection company. More specifically, the inspector's knowledge that he has in his his ears when he walks out there or she walks out to do the inspection. That's the product of your home inspection company is that inspector's knowledge. The the report is the documentation of that experience, but the real product is that inspector. Uh, So um, we all prescribe to the American Society of Home Inspectors. but also, Internachi, I'm not sure what Internachi's continuing education standards are. Ashy requires 20 hours of continuing education every year. Their standards are a little higher than Internachi. Uh, that's one reason why at, at BPG we go with Ashy. We do have a few, few guys that are in Internachi who came to us as members of them, but we like that. Uh, continuing education is everything. Our, their knowledge is our product, and you want an inspector who's who's up to speed on everything because it's changing. Every plumbing changes, electric changes, roofing changes, ventilation changes, HVAC changes. Everything is is constantly in motion.
0: Well, Tim, thank you so much. I tell you what, I've I've been doing this for a long time, but I I loved how you presented the report today. To go through it two or three times, highlight underlined mm-hmm. circle. I think that's a, a great uh, tip, but I think you re reemphasized or uh, at least reminded me, and I hope I think everyone on the call as well, that education is key really setting the expectations for both as a listing agent, what your seller can expect. And as a buyer's agent, what what the buyer should expect. Those are so key to making a home inspection works smoothly. Not that it will always work smoothly, but Mm -hmm. it's, it's the first, it's a big hurdle that you can get over by making sure everybody's educated on the process. So Tim, thank you so much. It's been very helpful and thanks everyone for watching. We have recorded this. We'll be having another webinar in the near future. They're free. And we just want to show you as Missouri realtors, we're bringing some value to your dues, dollars and, uh, I always like to end my webinars when I do these for the CRB that I hope you go out and sell something today. So have a great day, everyone, and thanks for watching and listening. Thank you, Tim. Thank you all. Thank you all very much for what you do. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.